Welcome to today's episode of Cato Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, April 19th. I'm Anastasia Glova. The new issue of Regulation Magazine, Volume 10, features an article on the disappointing tenure of the Small Business Administration, the federal government agency that guarantees loans made by banks to small businesses. In the article, Mercatus Senior Fellow and Cato Adjunct Scholar Veronique DeRuji argues that small business in America just doesn't need the SBA around. I'm on the phone with Veronique for this interview. What makes it difficult for small businesses to acquire credit? Well, what might make it difficult is the fact that small businesses are usually engaged in riskier activities and also that it might be hard for the lenders to acquire information about a new and small business because they don't really have a history. They might actually have a poor credit history and this lack of information for the lender can make it riskier to lend money. So then the perceived market failure that the SBA aims to address is an information problem? Yes, it's all an information problem. The thing that we need to remember is that the SBA has been around for 53 years. So the capital market 53 years ago was different, and they still haven't adjusted their theory about the capital market. But what is clear is that if there is a problem, it's an information problem. It's this high cost, in theory, for the lender to acquire information about a new firm or a small firm that is likely to be engaged in a risky business. And this causes an adverse selection against all small firms. Yes. Well, what ends up happening is the firm, because they can't really access this information at a low cost, will just abstain from issuing credit to small firms in general. And that, of course, is only the theory. Are there more significant reasons that small businesses fail than a lack of access to adequate financing? Well, what we find is that actually, in effect, small businesses do not seem to have problems to access credit. On the other hand, when they fail, the data has shown that 71% of firms that fail explain that it was because for inadequate cash flow or low sales. Basically, what it meant is that they had a bad business idea and it didn't work. So there is no market failure. I mean, it is possible that 53 years ago, the capital market was somewhat inefficient at allocating credit. And it is very likely that 53 years ago, even 20 years ago, it was harder for lenders to actually acquire information about small firms. But what has happened is that firms have developed market solution to acquiring this information. Uh, They've developed effective private solution to lower the cost of acquiring this information. So banks have long relied on close relationship with clients to gain information, like, you know, repeated interaction with the same customer. You lend them a little money first, and then if that works out well, then you lend them more. Repeated interaction helps. The other thing that also has changed significantly is innovation and information and communications technology. These created drastic improvement in credit evaluation method. This is like credit scoring, basically where the firm uses data about a customer and statistics to actually assess the riskiness of lending money to a certain type of customer and borrowers. So they are perfectly effective and functioning and very widely used way that the private sector, private lenders acquire information, even for very small firm or like first-time borrowers. But how dependent are small businesses today on the SBA? If hypothetically the SBA were to shut down, wouldn't a huge sector of the economy just plummet? No, it wouldn't actually, because in effect what the SBA does is guarantee loans for less than 1% 
of all small firms borrowing money in a given year. So only 1% of small business who are borrowing money or acquiring a loan in a given year have SBA-backed up loan. So it means that 99% of small business acquiring a loan in a given year do it without the help of the SBA. In that case, is there any viable role at all for the SBA to play in the economy? No. I mean, one of the things that needs to be understood is that the assumption behind the SBA, right, is that bankers are actually not going to be lending enough money to small businesses, and they're going to be overlooking or denying loans to small businesses who, in effect, could be having fantastic ideas and generating a lot of economic growth. And we know that it's not the case first because they're actually serving such a small percentage of the market. But more importantly, this 1% of firms acquiring a loan actually are defaulting massively. Hence, they're not creating economic growth the way the SBA would like them to. So you would basically say the SBA has not been successful in accomplishing its mission? No, at many levels. First, it's really not serving that many people. And the reason is that most small business have access to capital without any problem, but also because they are effectively lending money or guaranteeing loans to small business who are going to fail, hence not generating economic growth. The other thing is like one of the SBA loans was to target and help women and minorities. And even there, what we see is that only 3% of all loans taken by women business owners are actually guaranteed by the SBA. And same thing for minority-owned firms. The SBA distributes loans to only 3% of all minority-owned firms who acquire loans in a given year. Basically, if they were to shut down, it would have no impact on the market. And how large a chunk of the economy of tax revenues does the SBA consume? The money that is allocated to the SBA every year is very small because the loans or loan guarantees and Congress doesn't appropriate money. But in the end, what ends up costing a lot of money is the fact that most SBA borrowers end up defaulting on their loans. And that part, when someone defaults, taxpayers are paying. So, so far, basically, taxpayers are on the hook for $70 billion. So if suddenly a lot of the SBA borrowers started defaulting at a higher rate than they have in the past because there's a downturn in the economy, then we would be on the hook to repay $70 billion to banks. So if taxpayers don't benefit and small businesses don't benefit, then why is the SBA still running? Well, interestingly enough, the biggest bank in America are benefiting from the SBA. So we know that it's not the small businesses, and we also know that taxpayers obviously are not benefiting from it, but big lenders in the U.S. are. The way it works is these lenders lend the money, but... The federal government guarantees 75% of the loan, and if the borrower defaults, this guarantee means that the federal government repays the lender right away. And so what the lender does is that it issues a loan, and he sells the guaranteed portion on the secondary market, and it has no risk on that share of the loan, and he resells it on the secondary market where he makes a huge return. And just to give you an idea of how high the returns are for SBA loans, a regular return on equity for a bank on a regular loan is roughly between 15 and 18%. On an SBA loan, the return on equities are over, on average, 70%. 
it's it's a huge return on equity. So they're benefiting this way. They're making a huge amount of money on the loan per se. But also when you look at who is actually issuing all these loans, I collected the data. Over 60% of SBA loans are issued by the 10 biggest bank in America. So basically, SBA loans are not benefiting small businesses, are not benefiting taxpayers, but are really, really profitable for the biggest lender in America. All right. Thank you, Veronique, for that commentary. Before you go, be sure to take a look at Indor Goklani's new book, The Improving State of the World, over at the Cato Bookstore. After the Oscars went green, the Supreme Court declared carbon dioxide a pollutant, and the IPCC released its climate change report, it's a good time to read about why we're in fact living longer, healthier, more comfortable lives on a cleaner planet.